Hello and welcome to the Amaze podcast, where we talk to businesses large and small, experts in subjects across the spectrum of business, entrepreneurialism, tech, innovation, investment and finance. I'm Jake Shaw, your host. If you'd like to learn more about Amaze, please go to www.amaze.com. Hello everybody, today I'm talking to Wizzy Magnuson, who... um, among other things, is a is a fellow podcaster, a radio producer and presenter, uh, but has also um, recently set up a really interesting website that deals with mental health in the workplace. Um, Wizzy, tell me about that. It's really that's a, that's very much a, a an on point subject, isn't it? Mental health at work because lots of people are dealing with isolation because they're working remotely. Um, and the work environment has become extremely precarious because of COVID. So before you answer all those questions, please tell me a bit about yourself and about the website, please. Sure. So mindsanonymous.com is the website, and it's basically set up as a platform for people to share their mental health stories, but it's anonymous. So nobody gets authorship of their stories. They publish it, and it's a safe space, free of judgment, free of stigma. And the whole idea is to try and increase understanding of mental health conditions in an aim and in a bid to reduce the stigma that still surrounds mental health. And I think in the workplace, particularly, it's still a taboo. It's still stigmatised. People can't really be open and honest in the workplace about their mental health. It's it's kind of dangerous. I've been stung in the past with jobs if I've actually sort of come out of the closet, as it were, and been honest and said, yes, I have mental health problems. I've lost jobs because of it. I've been ghosted I've been discredited and not paid and just totally ignored and um, it's got to change I'm quite passionate about the fact that it needs to be addressed and I think you know what I'm doing is nothing nothing very remarkable it's literally just a platform where you can publish stories also read stories and also there are supporting articles for people that perhaps aren't aware of the difference between mental health mental illness depression or sadness anxiety or worry these sorts of things so we've partnered with quite a few professionals who are providing us with supporting articles to try and help people that may be affected by the stories because they are quite triggering they're a bit they're a bit intense sometimes um but fascinating stuff why do you think there is a stigma attached to mental health in the workplace I think because of a lack of understanding, that's where stigma comes from. And when you don't understand something, you're afraid of it. And when you're afraid of it, you stigmatise it and you don't investigate it because you're scared of what the situation is. And people separate mental health from physical health. Now, really, they're all the same thing. You are either a well person or you're an unwell person and it doesn't matter if that unwellness is a physical ailment or a mental ailment it should be regarded as the same and it should be you know empathized with not stigmatized and not blamed for and not be scared of it because conditions like some of the bigger ones you know schizophrenia borderline personality disorder people are scared of these conditions and the media does nothing to help reduce that stigma or that fear because it's always portrayed you know they're always portrayed as dangerous criminals when if you actually speak to somebody with a lived experience of schizophrenia they'll probably tell you I was only a danger to myself um in the workplace you know you you want people working at their most efficient and things like that um you know I've, I've interviewed people on this podcast in the past who've talked about they've set up businesses because they were discriminated against in other 
environments you know which can be you know you can have people who are um anti-women in certain environments and and uh i don't i think it's almost i'd love it to be a thing of the past but it does happen um my question is this why should an employer be concerned about the mental health of and the mental well-being of a member of staff i mean surely that's an issue for the member of staff not for the employer i think the employer needs to be aware and be empathic towards each employee and their mental health because the thing about mental health is it's not a constant you're not constantly unwell a person who's like for me for example me I've been very unwell to the point where I was sectioned now I'm very well and an employer needs to be aware that people are not firing on all cylinders all the time no human is a hundred percent mentally well all the time and there's proof from my cognition who are one of our partners i use the app and i've used it i did the assessments um when i was feeling a bit low and a bit you know a bit depressed essentially and then i did it again when i was feeling a little bit happy and and uh, and well and i scored 40 on processing speed when I was down and then I scored 76 on processing speed when I was happy now that shows just how much of an effect on cognition mental health has so for an employer to not be aware that their staff are not going to be performing at 100% all the time is absolutely essential because in order to get that member of staff back to firing on all cylinders that person might need rest they might need an afternoon working at home they might need some flexibility in their schedule it may be that they're anxious about going into the office so don't make them go into the office it's very simple but these conversations need to be happening with individuals so that every person can work at their fullest why should an employer be concerned about the mental well-being of his staff i mean at the end of the day you know you you get a contract you get people in what difference you know is that is that his concern or her concern shouldn't it be shouldn't it be up to the employee to take care of that sort of thing Well, no, because it directly affects the production and the productivity of your business. If you've got unproductive staff, your business is not going to be doing very well. If you've got unhappy staff, if you've got mentally unwell staff and you're not paying attention to them and getting them well, your productivity levels are going to fall. Your profit margins are going to fall. You're not going to be succeeding with your team. If you haven't got a happy, well team, you're not going to be achieving what you can with a happy and well team. Okay, so that's I mean, this is a great answer. It's a bit like the the the, the stupidity that I come across time and time again, where employers have um, gone through hoops to try and get rid of female members of staff who've fallen pregnant. You know, it's just it's just insane because you go, well, surely if you know, it should be an honour that you have members of staff who feel safe enough and secure enough to start a family whilst they're working for you and you know what you're doing is you're investing in a good member of staff to come back i find it find it mad but um here's my question so i i want to be a good employer i want to have good happy productive members of staff but i'm i must admit wizzy i'm going to be really quite nervous about saying wizzy are you feeling all right i mean how do i go about you know asking and inquiring whether my members of staff are feeling mentally fit I think you've got to be more human about it and you've got to look at signs. If somebody's work productivity is dropping, that's the time to say, how are you doing? You don't have to say, are you feeling okay? And make it sound like, I think you might be unwell because that can be very, that's almost stigmatising in itself, assuming that they're not well. 
But if you, I think this is why it's important for companies to introduce sort of stand up, casual stand up meetings in business. So at the moment, we're all working virtually, we're all remote. Well, some of us are back in offices now, but um, having those check ins with people, particularly at the moment during the pandemic, to make sure they're emotionally okay and supported is really important. And it's it's a daily thing. If, if somebody's work is dropping, that's the time to check in and say, you okay? That's not the time to say, what are you doing? You're not, your work's not up to scratch. You've got to look at why, because you must invest in your people. The amount of money companies spend on recruiting new members of staff is billions. Recruitment itself is worth billions because people don't look after their staff they don't keep their staff they don't invest in their staff they let them go the slightest wobble and it's not it's not human we've got to humanize business and realize that people will work better they will be more loyal they will be more productive if they're cared for and it looks like you care so then it's a it's a especially now because we're doing this remote work and people picking up on the signs of somebody not uh, performing particularly well or uh, feeling as sure as they should do does that mean managers have to be have to manage more closely they have to communicate more and and ask questions it's all about communication I mean I'm from a communications background so I kind of would say that um but you, it's got to be a constant stream of communication I believe and it, there's got to be those little bits of how are you doing how's the dog how's the husband how's the wife you know it's one thing that I think covid has actually done done us a service by is that we are having more honest and open conversations we're meeting over zoom we're meeting each other's pets we're meeting each other's partners and it's actually bringing us closer together somebody on linkedin asked me what effect has it had on your business on the business that i was working for and i said it's actually brought us closer together as as people and as a team and there's there's a lot more coffee you know water cooler moments but virtual water cooler moments and that's really important especially at the moment if we're not face to face in offices those water cooler moments are when you check in with your colleagues and it's not just down to the managers to manage people's mental health every individual has to manage their own mental health that's an that's an absolute you can't expect a manager to understand what's going on in your head because what's going on in your head is very complicated and you probably don't understand so there's a responsibility of each individual to look after themselves and also ask for what they need if they need an afternoon off on a friday because they get overtired because perhaps they're on medication for a mental health issue they should be able to be honest about that and open and the company should trust them and invest in them and accept that so if you're running an sme so let's say you, you've got under 10 employees, something like that. So, you, you you know, you're a manager, you're sat either at your desk or even you're sat in the van with one of your colleagues. Um, you know, if somebody is not uh, coping very well with whatever it happens to be, um, what's the best way that you can support them? I think offer them help, offer them time. Um just check in on them. It's, you don't need to be imposing. You don't need to get them to bear their soul to you. Just just check in and say, would you like a little bit of support? Do you need to take some holiday? I've noticed you haven't had any holiday in six months. Maybe it's time to take a break because you've been doing so well. And err on the side of encouragement in a kind of you've been doing really well however something's sort of slipped and we're a little bit concerned about you. You know, make it human. You know, it's a tricky one because people don't, especially men, they're not very good at talking about this sort of stuff. Um, but when they do, they're actually extremely good at it. <laughs> if you see what I mean, 
it's that it is that kind of you're right mate oh, oh well maybe maybe not you know it's it, it, it does you know i'm just thinking of exactly some uh, an event i had with a with an employee once who was uh, very taciturn didn't talk much and i discovered that he was having a major family problem and uh you know we de- we dealt with it but uh that's interesting that you say that because you know um are, are men expected to be all this macho and not talk about their feelings or is it actually we've you know it is you know if you ask any army officer they've always got it their their number one priority is to look after the welfare of their men that's what they do uh, or of their troops and so you know actually it's quite it's actually quite a masculine thing to lead and to lead you have to care so it is actually as an employee you actually need to be in that place where you can care and i know for a fact i i do try my best by employees when i've got them uh, and also i've interviewed a number of ceos who have spoken on this very subject about you know looking after the, the care especially of their male employees what's been quite remarkable is you're talking about men and how they're perhaps not so good at talking the stories that we've had from men on minds anonymous are so well written and open and raw and honest they're really making such an impact and I'm really pleased because I thought when I designed it with the colours in mind and the design in mind I didn't want it to look feminine I wanted it to be very gender neutral so that we could get men to start talking about their mental health as well as women because women are better at it we're just more more open I think we're not we haven't got the stigma of the men must be men and be a man's man and we haven't got all that rubbish to deal with as as women we have our own issues to deal with as women but we don't have that pressure that men have I don't think so having articles come in from from blokes has been really great and I'm really pleased and there's a very good balance of 50 50 of the writers are female and male so it's reaching out and connecting to all those different people so you know you you've you've talked about that so where do people how, how can businesses get in touch with you and utilize the website you go to mindsanonymous.com and there's a contact page there's a share a story page there's a support page uh, there's various ways of contacting us through there we're also on facebook instagram twitter and linkedin and um, you can find me on linkedin i'm louisa wizzy magnuson louisa magnuson from wiz media and mindsanonymous.com thank you very much Thank you for listening. If you'd like to hear more podcasts like this, please go to www.amaze.com and don't forget to like and share this podcast. <laughs>